If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimal listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to another episode of the Chokesland Wrestling Report. I'm your host, the Ultimate One. I'm coming to you live from New York City. I'm not feeling well tonight. I'm kind of cold, but I'm still got to go and do my job and as give you the wrestling news, what's going on. Uh, tonight, we're going to be talking about the New Japan Pro Wrestling Destruction shows that happened uh, the last couple of days last week, uh, especially what happened yesterday uh, and um, Destruction of Kobe. Uh, <clears throat> we're gonna go through first uh, the shock that um, that happened. Not a shock, but I knew it was gonna happen. Uh, Zack Zaber Jr. Uh, regained his Rep Pro title by defeating Hiroshi Tanahashi on uh, Destruction and Beppool. Um We knew that this was gonna happen. It wasn't gonna be long before um, Zack Zaber Jr. will regain his belt back, and he lost that belt back at the Royal Quest in August. And he regained that belt back. So now the question is, what's going to happen with Hiroshi Tadahashi? He's no longer in the world title picture. Will he be just like the rest of the guys who are right now in tag team matches like uh, uh, like, like Nagata, um, Makabe, and all these other guys, uh, Tenzan, you know, that are in tag team matches. Uh, so we're not going. We don't know what's going to happen to him now, being that he's no longer will be in the world title picture. Um, another thing that happened not only once but it happened twice during these um, destruction shows was the uh, Rapongi Vice 2K uh, pinning the Gorillas of Destiny twice in the eight-man t- tags, and there was twice it happened. One match it was an eight-man tag where um, Yo. Um, Rolled up Tamatanga, pinning him to get the win for his team. Afterwards, the Gorillas of Destiny and the rest of the Bullet Club uh, beat up um, the Rapongi Vice um, after the match. And then the next night, the same thing happened, but this time Tangaloa got rolled up by Yo and he got pinned. And um, it looks now that Rapongi Vice will get a title shot for the IWGP Tag Team titles coming up probably in King of Pro. Uh, I remember back in July when the uh, G1 Climax show in Dallas um, st- uh, started, the Gorillas of Destiny faced off Show and Yo in a tag team match uh, for the titles, and they ended up beating Rapongi Vice. But the Gorillas of Destiny be having these belts for quite a while, so I won't be surprised if they lose them to um, Show and Yo. I think they're moving them up from the juniors heavyweight to the heavyweight, so that will be very interesting, though. But it looks like Bullet Club has all the belts. Uh, they have the, the junior tag team belts also. They have the never open weight belt. Um, and, and I'm going to go on as we'll keep telling you what other belts they have. But uh, Matthew was very interesting. It was very good also. There was high flying was the Birds of Prey, which is uh, Robbie Eagle and Will Ospreay against Phantasmo. And it 
Ishimori, Bone Soldier, and they wrestled for the IWGP Junior Tag Team belts. Those, those, that match was incredible. If you guys haven't watched it, go to YouTube or go to New Japan World and check this match out. This match was great. These two teams went at it, but at the end, um, Phantasmo and Bone Soldier ended up uh, beating the Birds of Prey. Um, so it looks like I don't know, they're gonna hold on to those titles, and you know, and it, it, it's incredible. Now, there's an interesting scenario that happened during the uh, during these uh, destruction shows. A couple of days before, I think after the, um, I think it was destruction show in uh, Mopul, where Jushin Tiger Jushin was unmasked by Minoru Suzuki. Um, and he laughed about it and walked out of the ring um, with the mask. Uh, Minoru Suzuki and Jushin Tandelaga have been feuding all summer long. They have a history. Uh, but apparently yesterday, an attack, I think in an eight-man tag, everything went crazy. Um, the, I think um, Minoru Suzuki tried to take unmasked Jushin Tandelaga again. But to no avail, um, Jushin Liger low blow Minoru Suzuki, and when Minoru Suzuki was on the floor, Jushin Liger decided to unmask himself and take off his mask, and all you saw was white paint with a black mask, uh, black lines on it, all around his body, um, and you actually saw the dark side of Jushin Liger, which is now Keishin Liger. Now, many of you don't know the history of this, but Keishin Liger was first introduced when the great Muda wrestled Jushin Thunder Liger back in 1996, and Muda pretty much unmasked Liger, and that's where Keishin Liger was born. And ever since that, the, the, this Keishin Liger is very nasty, worse than Minoru Suzuki. Uh, so when Minoru Suzuki got up, uh, Kishin Liger went, ended up throwing uh, the, the mist in his face and then he missed the referee. It was chaotic. Uh, it was crazy. It was something that I did not expect in this match. But <coughs> but uh, it was good match. It was something to look forward to and I'm really looking forward if they're going to wrestle each other in Kingdom Pro. We'll be right back. And we're back. Um, another match that was very interesting in the um, destruction shows, which, which was yesterday, was the um, Jay White versus Tensui Naido for the IWGP Intercontinental Belt title. Uh, this match was very good, very hard hitting. Uh, at one point, um, Na- Naido uh, was in the, uh, in, the, in the ring, in the, I think at the edge of the ring, and Jay White pulled his head, banged his head on the edge of the ring. As he pulled them down. Um, these guys went at it. Uh, Jay White you know, using his psychology. So uh, was Naido. It was a great match. But at the end, Jay White became uh, the second Triple Crown champion um, as he won the the Intercontinental belt. IWGP Intercontinental from Naido by hitting him with the um, the Blade Runner, and now he is the Intercontinental champion for the IWGP. And New Japan, so that is uh, his third belt that he has had in this short time that he's been in New Japan. He won the United States title back in 2017. He won the IWGP belt 
um, this past January or February what it was when he won that belt and now he wins the Intercontinental belt so now the next challenger for this guy is uh, Hiroki Goto so um, which is pretty good and it's something that um, us guys could be looking for you know your New Japan fans they love watching New Japan I love watching New Japan um, and I try to see as much matches as I can you know now that you know the, the, the year is almost over you know three more months to go I'm looking forward to the King of Pro that's one I'm looking forward to also they have the fighting uh, fighting on uh, fighting spirit unleashed this weekend coming up they'll have one in Massachusetts Philadelphia and New York so those those shows are going to be this weekend coming up for New Japan Pro Wrestling so that's going to be very very interesting to see who's going to wrestle who and um, you know it's crazy but uh, the uh, next thing I want to talk about is the uh, the Kenny Omega conversation he had with some writer or whatever where he claimed that AEW has a real start NXT is just developmental now a lot of people I uh, heard other podcasters saying that Kenny Omega was wrong by saying that or they should have never said that should have kept his mouth quiet and in a way I do understand because you're letting your feelings get involved <coughs> involved in the um, in the product and I mean you're kind of pissed off because WWE keeps counteracting the um, everything your, your AEW does but you can't make you can't make it um, statement like the way you said that if you was an a, a, um, NXT and there was no war he'll be the main event with the NXT roster so I do not agree with that for the simple fact that the NXT even though you know he claimed it developmental and that's what WWE calls it anyway uh, you got guys like Adam Cole you got guys like uh, Bobby Fish you have Roderick Strong you have Velvety Dream um, you got guys who could wrestle in there. I mean, most of the guys that um, that I just mentioned, with the exception of Velveteen Dream and Matt Riddle, they've been already established. I mean, uh, O'Reilly, uh, Johnny Gargano, uh, Tommaso Ciampa, those guys been established in other promotions, independent promotions, but nevertheless promotions that we are accustomed to. Kenny Omega to say that he could be the main event. Uh, I don't agree with that part. I do agree the part where he said about the developmental. I mean, can we call it developmental? No, I don't. I don't like calling it developmental because I've already seen them and I know what they're all about. But it's a WWE way. You understand what I'm saying? So they wrestle the way WWE wants you to wrestle. I mean, I don't see a lot with the NXT. I see a lot with the, the SmackDown and Raw. But I, I don't understand um, why Kenny Omega will even say that. Um, you know, I think you should just stay quiet. Sometimes when you don't say anything, makes your competition worry because they don't know what you're up to. But when you start speaking and start talking about you're in a different type of business, you're not in a type, different type of business. You're in the same business. It calls a rest, professional wrestling. The only difference is your guys do professional wrestling. You don't do no backstage segments and do a sports entertainment crap, whatever. But I think the fact that these guys, um, NXT and AEW, are going to go to war now because now the war is already set. I was hoping there was no war. I was hoping there was just 
AEW do your thing and establish your company. You're going to go against NXT because Nick McMahon is a coward. He won't put it against Raw. He won't put it against SmackDown because they're garbage. But they put it in NXT, the, 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 the yellow brand that he doesn't watch any of the matches. Now he wants to invest and wants to put them against AEW. Um, I was hoping that there was no war. There was no, let, let these guys, AEW, develop your promotion. You know what I'm saying? But I will not sleep on AEW. I will not sleep on AEW for the simple fact that AEW um, will pull out a joker like they did to WWE last week, last Wednesday, when they put um, the um, when they put the um, the ad on on the NXT broadcast. So it's something to watch, something to look out for. So who knows? Also, uh, quick. Walter issue uh issue a challenge to Kushida. Um that could be a good match. I think Walter's still gonna I think Walter's gonna come on top of this uh challenge or few, whatever's gonna happen because of his size. Uh, Walter um like I said, I just hope the NXT does not expose a lot of these guys. Walter is a special wrestler that should not be put on TV every week. Not at all. Because this NXT UK guys should be in you know, when the NXT UK takeovers pop out. Also, uh, Turo Rua um, has a broken fingers. Uh, I guess Peter, Pete Dunne broke his fingers for real in the match. Velveteen um, Dream is out with a with a lumbar back injury. So, um, that's that's not good. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I think um, Punisher Martinez, I don't know what his name is in NXT, but he received five stitches in his cheek. Um, so he's gonna, he's hurt. Um, so you know, already NXT already feeling the effects of you know putting these guys full blast and they hurting himself. But listen, Wednesday night is gonna be a um, good night for, to, for, especially for me to review these um, AEW shows and the uh, NXT shows. Um, and I'm probably gonna probably end up changing the format where I'll probably do a Thursday and Friday. Um, podcast or I'll do both of them I mean I could do both of them and just give them my opinion and see what happens um, so it's not much to say uh, what's going on in the world of wrestling I know tonight we got Smackdown coming up not Smackdown I'm sorry Raw is on tonight um, and then we got Smackdown on Tuesday uh, so I'll probably talk about that when I do my next podcast but right now I just gave you the, what happened in Japan and I'm looking forward for King of Pro Wrestling. I'm looking forward for the Fighter Spirits on Leech coming up this um, weekend. Coming up, but again, Zack Sabre Jr., Red Pro British Champion again as he beats Tadahashi. The uh, Rapongi Vice is now the next challenges for the Gorilla of Destiny's Tag Team Belts. Um, Jushin Liger, now known as Kishin Liger. When these guys, Manu Suzuki and Kishin Liger will fight, who knows? I'm hoping they'll get go out at King of Pro Wrestling or Wrestle Kingdom. That'll be a great match to see. And Jay White, his next challenge is Hiroki Goto. Goto's not gonna beat him. I mean, Goto beat him in a G1 Climax tournament, but that's one out of I don't know how many matches. So, but Jay White is somebody you gotta watch because he could go after um, Ibushi's um, certificate. And speaking about Ibushi, Ibushi beat um, Kenta 
called the right to the certificate, which gives him a title shot for the Wrestle Kingdom. Um, so he beat Kenta, which was not easy. And now Ibushi's um, next challenger for that certificate is Evil, because Evil beat him in the G1 Climax Tournament. So I, I didn't know that that's the, the way they do it in Japan. Um, they put whoever beat you in the G1 Climax, if you won the, the Climax Tournament, if whoever beat you during that tournament gets a shot at the certificate. So it's not a guaranteed shot that you get to wrestle um, Okada at Wrestle Kingdom, or whoever's the world champion by the time Wrestle Kingdom comes around. All right, guys, uh, this is very short and sweet this week. Um, once again, I have a YouTube channel. <coughs> I'm not feeling well this week. Um, I got a YouTube channel called The Ultimate One Wrestling News. I just downloaded a video this past Saturday speaking about, uh, I believe, the NXT and what happened last week. Um, now I'm exposing all the weapons. Um, I also have Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. You can click that the link there on my YouTube channel. Again, the YouTube channel is called Ultimate One Wrestling News. Um, subscribe to it. Hit the notification bell. And I hope that you guys enjoy the video. Leave me your comments. Hit that thumbs up, whatever. But here in the Chokesland Wrestling Report, I want to thank all your subscribers, all the people from... Texas, Indiana, Colorado, Georgia, New York, Florida, uh, New Jersey. Um, uh, probably missing one more, but um, also from the uh, British, uh, the Kingdom of United Kingdom, uh, Portugal, India, Canada. All you guys, I want to thank you for subscribing to my wrestling uh, podcast, the Chokesland Wrestling Report. And again, I want to thank all you guys for, for listening. And if you have any comments, leave me my comments on the um, on my Ultimate One Wrestling News. And I'll get back to y'all guys. I want to thank everybody. Again, y'all have a good night and sweet dreams.